Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. No, but you were in my dream the other night. I was in your dream the other night. Tell the good people what I was doing in your dream for you. You were brushing my teeth. <laughs> I don't even brush my own. Why would I <laughs> take care of your Not only were you brushing your, your teeth, health? but at one point I had the sense to say, Aaron, my Invisalign's in, so you're actually brushing my Invisalign right now. Was I coddling you? How was it? Yeah. Was I holding you? It was as you? if we were like right there in the corner by your door here. This is horrifying. And then you had jet black hair that needed... A deep conditioner like nobody's business. Wow. Well, this could actually happen. I feel like this is a preemptive, this is a psychic dream. This could come to pass. Was I like holding your head in my lap? Was there a maternal sort of, you know, Virgin Mary vibe? We were both like huddling. (laughs) I don't know. In a basement. So I looked this up online and... um, you're not very good at brushing other people's teeth, by the way. Well, I'm sorry. But I appreciate you know the what? Fact and that you, you to do it. ironically, you're the one who's who's anal about your mouth, huh? You see what I did? I got there? an anal mouth. You got an anal mouth. You're very obsessed with your teeth, brushing someone else's teeth. I love dream analysis. What did I say? Brushing someone else's teeth in a dream means you need to take a lead. Dreaming about brushing someone else's teeth can indicate that you need to be more decisive. Okay, so. You are intimidated by the fact that I am a talent powerhouse. Wow. And that it's tough for you to be in my presence once or twice a week at eight in the morning. Wow. Yeah. I didn't get that. Uh, That's what I got just from this. But that's just, I've been interpreting dreams for a very long time. (laughs) Oh, how's that working out? I used to write down my dreams as a kid every day because I had really like vivid dreams. So every time I'd wake up, I'd write them down. And they do say that when you start doing that, then you tap into parts of your brain that aren't being used, which is a lot of my brain in my uh-huh. case. And um, I was doing it a lot. And then I had a psychic dream. Like I had the dream come to pass the very next day and I stopped writing my dreams down and interpreting them. Did hmm. I ever tell you about this? So the whole point, <clears throat> which you just explained to everybody was... Don't to, pursue. To tap into your power. Your power. Mm-hmm. And then once you got it, you're like, eh, I'm okay. Yeah, that actually seems to be on course with everything in, that I've learned from my family. Up, oh, it's going too well. Back off. Yep. You're doing it right. Stop. Back to the Kroger. <laughs> we did not have Kroger's where I grew up. We had stop and shops. I don't know what that is. It's, it's a Kroger, just slightly nicer. Slightly. But I, I, my psychic dream. So I was away. Like I was doing this throughout high school and everything. And, um, were you alone a lot of the time? In my dream? In high school. Oh, no. I was very, uh, I would, I was going to say very popular, but that's a lie. I don't want to lie. I, I was well liked, but that's not hyper popular. Are you jealous? <clears throat> so I had a dream. There was a kid that I had a, a crazy crush on. In high school, and um, he was he was troubled because I like the bad boys, of course. And I remember he I was tell. in my English class. And I know clearly I married him. And then I I went off to college, whatever. I come back for a visit, 
that first year, and I had a really vivid dream, and I hadn't seen him for years, that um, I had a dream that I went on a date with him and that he told he confessed to me that he had a crush on me through all of high school. And then we had this whole conversation, and I was like, I was dating somebody at the time. I was like, oh, well, I have a boyfriend, you know. I, I can't go out with you. He asked me out on a date. And I'm, I'm, well, you know, I'm in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. I can't do it. Um, but, you know, we got, we got to confess to each other that we both had crushes on each other throughout all of high school. Never said maybe five words to each other throughout all of high school, at the most. So I come back years later, have this dream. The next morning, it's about like 10 in the morning. I'm watching reruns of Punky Brewster. I remember it so vividly. Wow. And uh, yeah, Cherry was trapped in the refrigerator. Again? And the fu- she's uh, that Shame bitch cannot me. stay out of a refrigerator. Take <laughs> the doors off, Cherry. So I, I am sitting there watching TV and the phone rings and I pick it up. And it's that guy from high school randomly saw me drive by on the road and decided now was the time to reach out to me. And the conversation played out exactly the way it did in my dream. Isn't that horrifying? What does he do now? And that man was Bill Clinton. (laughs) I don't know what he does. I'm sure he sells meth. Um, Maybe has a lab in his basement. I don't know. We never even got into all those You get all the guys. I get all the best guys with no teeth. Maybe that's why I had to brush yours in your dream. Well, mine had a protective casing on them. So I didn't try to floss? No. I woke up shortly after. Oh, actually, the rest of the dream is, for one reason or another, you were having a party at the ranch. That's because I've reminded you of our holiday party 20 times. Different type of party. (gasps) Swingers? A pseudo swinger party, but you were dressed in your video outfits. What? <laughs> There's so many layers <laughs> happening. For anybody, you mean the, the I like dick video? <laughs> Look, for anybody who's listening right now, this is a really amazing video that we were both a part of for a song called I Like D. That's what it's entitled. It's by the band Flesh Mustache. And um, it's it's a tribute to Hall & Oates. It's really a Hall & Oates tribute band. I think it's because the song was stuck in my head. Or- <laughs> Like, it's, it's an earworm. It stays with you, doesn't it? Yeah. Like herpes. It just haunts you. And just your friend's face when he's singing it. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Can I just, can I play a little bit of it? I, I wish you would people? so it would get out of my head. Okay, let's just, let's cleanse the palate right now. I can't. Anyway, so it was like you were basically having like a big swingers party, but it wasn't a lot of people and everyone was very like, like your house seemed to go on and like the mansion in Clue. Like every time you just kept walking, like this is still the room. Like I never should have just typed willy nilly. I like dick into my browser history because the things that are coming up right now are very questionable. Why Do I look under flesh things? mustache? Well, you just said in your history. So what are you? Mustache, I like. Here we go. Uh, so uh, so let's let's share with the good people what we've all been up to. We've we were part of a video for the band Flesh Mustache by Jules. We, he was the drummer. Patrick had absolutely nothing to do with this. Do. The I, only did, th- I did bring this up twenty minutes ago and now we're just oh, loading well, up. Oh, the, okay. The did, well clip. before I start, can I ask you, did you like the song? <laughs> I did. I liked it in the morning. <laughs> you like in the morning? 
Do you listen to it every day while you're brushing your teeth? Oh. That's my point. I like dick in the afternoon. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes in the morning, most of Look all, at his face. I like dick when it comes on here. <laughs> well, I like what you've got, and you've got a lot. A big, big, broke, two-time It just, it goes on the same. So I, I highly recommend... All 32 listeners, go on to the YouTube, look up Flesh Mustache, I Like D. You know, that's how we're being a little subversive. Oh, I got it. Just, got it. Uh, yeah, we're subtle as a jackhammer yeah. in your face. Um, for our listeners at yes. home, do you want to describe the hat that's in front of the microphone and uh, the yeah. importance of it? The importance of the hat. There is a turkey hat that will be appearing on our Instagram if you're not following us already, at Dear Pot Official. Check it out. I love Instagram. We do we do well, but uh, yes, it's, it's a, a it's turkey. a turkey hat, and some some jackhole always has to wear it every Thanksgiving, and that jackhole is me. Yes, you have to wear a turkey on your head. Well, just a, a, for a little bit at least. We got to celebrate the day, the cornucopia. Yes. Ooh, I like cornucopias. Mm. We used to have to draw them in grade school, and it was never easy, was it? No, it was pretty easy. Oh, what? Because it was already drawn for you and you had to like well, fill that, it in? Well, that or it's like you you drew like the basket and then you just drew fruit. Why do you make it sound like it's the easiest thing in the world? It was not for me. I did hand turkeys and that was the most that I hand will Hand turkeys ever... were lame because you had to do the hand turkey and then you have to do the paper bag associated <laughs> with it, which would be its full body. Okay. All with right. the feathers at the back. If you could not... Well, it just seems very basic me. to me. I don't well, understand. Some of it's us are basic. It's Thanksgiving. There's some of really us not put much... on some Uggs and get a pumpkin spice latte and draw hand turkeys. And we would like for you to reserve your judgment on that. Did you make the pilgrim hats and buckles? Yes, of course. The ones where you had to, you stapled them, right? Or did yes. you? Okay, yeah. Where you and made, the like, staples the, would the stick brim. into your skull? No. I mean, were, were everyone in your school was bald? I wasn't allowed to use scissors. Oh, okay. And I wrote on circles of paper so that I wouldn't hurt myself. Oh, cool. Not all of us were advanced like you, Patrick. I didn't think that was advanced. I just thought it was... Basic. Basic. Yeah. Basic Not all of skills. us are at that level of creativity. Uh, wait till we get to the Christmas holiday season. I'm going to make some hand turkeys for that. Mm. This sounds like a lovely thing to do. Hand turkeys. Uh, yes, this this week it's all about Thanksgiving. But before we even get into that, let's just let's come out of the gate. I want to pop the cherry. Uh, Welcome to Dear Pod, thank God, the comedy advice podcast. Did I scare you? <laughs> We're doing something new this week. It's a new segment called Popping the Cherry. Put with your pants on, Patty O'Brien. So yes, uh, this is the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Mickey Rourke, pre facelift. Oh, great, and I'm. Singing sensation, Regina Bell. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? It seems Thanksgiving Day is upon us. I haven't even finished eating all my Halloween candy. Sally, Thanksgiving is a very important holiday. Ours was the first country in the world to make a national holiday to give thanks. Isn't he the cutest thing? Gotta say, gotta <laughs> say, not my favorite set of voices for the Charlie Brown gang. 
You are so judgy. That is my childhood that you're talking about. Listen, I understand what you're saying. It's no, I just, don't think you do. I want you to listen to this, and then I want you to go listen to um, A Charlie Brown Christmas, and then the other one, which is The Great Pumpkin. And you tell me if the Thanksgiving episode, they went with their, like, tier Z kids. Well, maybe that's who was available. Then don't make it. Since Thanksgiving always seems to be a second-rate holiday to everybody. It is. It's a shit holiday. It Why do you have it? I don't understand it. I love it. I do. I like an excuse to drink. That's all. Well, th- then why does everyone have to drink and eat? Is this about carbs for you? It just doesn't make sense. It just seems like a very, like, your skin is dry, you're overweight, <laughs> you're pasty, <laughs> you're just shoving carbs in your fucking gullet, so and you're then you're inner drinking monologue. on top of it. It's inner monologue day for you, is all. Why is their skin dry? It's just, nothing seems right. It's like, it's either too, it's like, you're always overdressed and it's like too warm and someone's like let's light a fucking fire and then the house is on fire like it's just it sucks and then you start swelling because you're so hot and sweaty and there's so much salt and everything and everything that you're consuming is just like let's have shepherd's pie gung let's have a block of cheese gung let's have some stuffing gung letting turkey Mm, mm, mm." you said block of cheese well, let me just tell you, a block of cheese will take me two weeks to process. About on Just to process. That's just to get it to the front of the line. <laughs> <laughs> and you give it like a little flag so yeah. that you can tell. When You're next. Yeah. Please see the next teller. It's like when you stand in line at Disney and they give somebody like a little ticket. That I've been like, to Disney once. Oh, well, they do that so that they can do quality control and they can see how quickly the line is moving. Quality so control would be it. me at the front gate like Steve Rubell at Studio 54. No. Yes. No kid, no kid, no kid. You take your shirt off in. It would be awesome if Disney had a bouncer that decided who came in. And, oh, I'm just saying, Disney, this is a potential marketing opportunity. If you've I'm heard it here first saying. on Dear Pod. Resurrect Steve Rubell, bring him to the front gate of Disneyland. And then once you're done dusting the dust and cobwebs off of him, then you can follow us online at DearPodOfficial on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We have our very own website, DearPodOfficial.com, which I'm sure everybody is going to right now and flooding the gates. Please send your questions because we love to hear from everybody. We don't get enough questions. and want more questions. No matter what it is, but your cat... Your dog, why you don't like Thanksgiving, why we should abandon it. Do you ever do a gasp cry when you like, I was alone on um, Christmas once. It was my only Christmas like away from my family and I had gotten off the phone with them and I was in a hotel room and I looked around and I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Who needs Christmas with family? I'm fine. (laughs) And I kept covering my mouth like I was going to be heard by somebody. In the same room. Why were you upset? Of being away from my family at Christmas? This is when I liked them. When was this? 2006. How old were you then? I'm not telling you how old I am. That is a topic for next week when it is birthday theme next week because next week is my birthday and what are you all doing for me? I want a parade. I want ticker tape. That's what the People in the streets crying, screaming. Write it down. It's December 3rd. So uh, if anybody wants to send me any well wishes, you can do it online. We're okay. Uh, at Deer Pot Official. 
And um, yeah, all of our episodes are on our website, by the way. So binge us, please. I love it if you binge me. That's that's the birthday gift that you that's can give me. That's the only me. type of binge that I recommend. Uh, yes. So this week, clearly... The topic is Thanksgiving because happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope that you're listening to this pod right now with your family and muting it whenever we drop an F-bomb. So good luck to you. Um, there's no better way to make your family feel uncomfortable than to play us on Thanksgiving while you're eating. Well, I don't know why you'd any, I don't even know. What? Okay, where do you go for Thanksgiving? As a kid, I used to go to my Uncle Tom's house and I'd play... Um, in the basement, kind of by myself. But, um, <laughs> um, and then eventually we started doing it at my mom's house. And then once I got here to New York, I didn't really go home so much. It's, I'd like, I like to work on Thanksgiving. You'd like to work on Thanksgiving? Are you working this Thanksgiving? No, when I used to work at uh, Howl at the Moon, the rock and roll piano bar, I used to work on Male Coyote Ugly? No. It's not a male coyote. Oh, it's a piano bar? It's a dueling rock and roll piano bar. I can't think of something I would want to experience less in this life. Well, let me just tell you, if you watched me on a Saturday night, then then you'd probably enjoy yourself just watching me. What did you do? At as a bartender. Oh, my God. That had to dance on the bar every hour. So I was right. It's coyote ugly, but very homosexual. Well, no, it if was it's a straight piano. club. What? There's it's, so many lay, layers going on here. Yeah, Where was this? It's a national this? chain. It's a chain? Yeah. It tried it out here, but it didn't work. It's like Hooters, but extra shitty? No, I mean, I guess it's kind of fun. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was never really went there. I was always just working there. How were you dancing on the bar? Because I can't picture you. We'd have, to do, we'd, we'd have set routines. We did Spice Up Your Life, oh, God. Macho Man, no. uh, Roller Coaster. Stop it. Of love. Say what? Um, Did you sing? Or you just danced? Or were you topless? I need more of a visual here. We were wearing like tight t-shirts or bowling shirts. And (laughs) girls wore tank tops. I don't know. Oh, so it was like an Ellen Stardust diner, but with less um, ego. Anyway. uh, Yeah. So there you go. Wow. So you would rather work on Thanksgiving. Not me. I like, I love this holiday. There's something about the ceremony of, not what it stands for, but it's about people coming over. So we're going to cherry pick. Well, yes. I am, damn it. Sure. Oh, fucking millennials. I'm not a millennial. I know you're not. I'm a willennial. Someone who remembers the Will Smith album, Millennial. (laughs) That's a whole awesome category. <laughs> I, I'd like to join you in being a millennial. I thought it was going to be more about somebody who thinks that they want to do something good for the world, but like, I don't know. No, I'll get why to would it. you want to do that? I will get to it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a millennial. Uh, well, we host Thanksgiving all the time. And I'm always there for it. There was only one Thanksgiving that I was away. and Prison? Well, yeah. I was away doing time for a year, uh, tax evasion. Sure. And then when, you know, But I Skyped in from afar. And uh, so the Hubs was hosting just a handful of friends. 
and he's showing me pictures of, oh, this is this is the table. This is what the table looks like. This is what the turkey looks like. And then he shows me a picture of the, the he has like a little coffee set up and they were drinking oh. coffee and they had all the creamers and everything out. And I'm looking at the picture and I was like, why is my neti pot out there? Oh, no. <laughs> I had a white ceramic neti pot that looked like a little genie lamp. You know, yeah. very simple, straight I had that, yeah. Well, he put my neti pot out as a creamer. So people were oh taking their cream from my neti pot. That's absolutely... <laughs> Did people start using it? Uh, this, I was shown the pictures after the damage had been done. So... I thought it was a ceramic uh, creamer. Yeah, yeah, we all we all make mistakes. <laughs> No wonder. In did anybody that night was anybody like this? Coffee's really salty. <laughs> it was not in a box. It was free floating. Like, I don't know how he found it. Like because Karen, I kept Karen, it in don't the bathroom. Put, don't put the creamer in your nose. Don't put your. <laughs> <laughs> She's pouring the creamer through her nose out into. The... I could use a little bit of half and half. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of me a, using just, a neti pot. I was gonna drip it out of my mouth into my cup. <laughs> Oh, I do like I what here's what I like is if, about Thanksgiving is is the goal to shove foods in other foods and one year I made a pie cake in which is three cakes with three pies baked into them. I was so proud of myself. My Pinterest fails are legendary. Follow How does me that work? at Erin McGuire official and you can see all the Pinterest fails that happen. How does it work? Well, aren't most pies baked at a different Yes. No, they're already baked. They already go in baked. So basically you get a cake mix. So three different spring form pans or whatever, and you put your you mix up your cake mix. So uh-huh. like chocolate cake with sure. a cherry pie. Sure. So I bought a pre-made cherry pie. All I did was drop the pie in and then I poured the cake mix around it. That's layer one. Layer two is like a vanilla cake with a pumpkin pie into it. And then uh, the third one was like a yellow cake with an apple pie pre-made baked into it. And then you buttercream and you layer one on top of it. It's the most affordable. Offensive, disgusting, American, fabulous thing I have ever attempted to well, do in my life. I was thinking, I was watching the British Bake Show when they were making one of those roll cakes where it's. Oh, yeah, with a pinwheel. And then it has to have something on the inside, and then, yeah, it has to have something on the inside, kind of like a turducken cake. Yeah. Uh, like a, a box within a box within a box. Right. You were just watching. But not, not, on, not stacked, but inside. Inside. Yeah. Deep yeah. inside of that cake. That moist, dense cake. Stop. Sometimes you just put your fingers in it and taste it. Yeah. On that note, let's talk about articles. Because right. I feel uncomfortable <laughs> with you talking about stuffing and grabbing and people that we're going to touch on Thanksgiving and, and the way right. we should evolve this holiday. Yeah. So let's hear this what the ladies have holiday. to say. This murderous, delicious, genocidal dessert-filled holiday. This Thanksgiving, I'm so hungry. Okay, right? this is one that's right up your alley. This will be a perfect way to kick it off. This is for you. This comes from the Leader Telegram in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, November 28, 1960. What did I say? I Eau Claire? Oh, <laughs> Claire, you stupid bitch. Oh, Claire. Don't we all know a stupid Claire? This one is called Thanksgiving will be happy now that dad has died. <laughs> Spit it out. See? I told you I had the perfect article for you, and did I disappoint? No, I didn't. I love love making you laugh when you put liquid in your mouth. It makes me very happy. 
Okay, I'm going to keep reading while you swallow. Story of your life. (laughs) All right. Dear Ann Landers, tomorrow is Thanksgiving and it will be the happiest Thanksgiving of my little family that we've had in 10 years. Why? Because my husband died five weeks ago. He finally drank himself to death. (laughs) For once, I will sit down with my four children and say grace and there will be peace in the house. No longer will they look at me with terrified eyes and ask why daddy is screaming and breaking things. No longer will I have to take them to the neighbors in the middle of the night to protect them against the brutality of a man who behaved like a ferocious animal when the whiskey got to him. I have always worked to support the family. How much easier will it be with no liquor bills, no court costs, no attorney's fees, no ambulance bills. It's heavenly to be able to go to sleep at night instead of walking the floor wondering if my husband is passed out in a bar or in some tramp's apartment. (laughs) You can't imagine the feeling of shame when I got those 3 a.m. telephone calls asking to come and get him. Yes, and this Thanksgiving will be my happiest. And I had only one Oh, and you are the only one I dare tell. Only one. Thanks for listening. Free at last! Dear Free, I'm glad I provided you with an opportunity to express yourself. And now that you have, I hope you will replace the bitterness in your heart with a little compassion. Woo! He's out of the house! It's Let's do a dad pinata, kids. Grab the bats. You're the only one I'm going to tell when you print it in your paper for five million readers. Yeah! Dad pinata. Talk about a turducken. I I stuffed my husband's corpse full of candies and hung him in the backyard. Just with stuffing. We put it above the picnic table where we'll be having Thanksgiving dinner. We grabbed him by the poos. And everybody gathered around and sang, Fa who forays da who. I know that's and Christmas, then, but still. And then beat the shit out of him until the stuffing came out and fell onto our plates. Yay! Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> See, this is your kind of Thanksgiving. I don't know. <laughs> this letter is so. It's so delicious. It, it, feels like, it feels like you wrote it because every time I was like looking for articles, Lazy Abby. She's like, here's the Thanksgiving letter. And I'm like, wait a minute. Year after year after year, you printed the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't have. You can't outdo that. You cannot. This was the most fabulous article, and it was the first one I found. And I love when Anne does not bury the lead in her title at all, so I knew what was coming. But the woman's celebration for, like, she's grabbing pots and pans. She's walking down the street cheering, screaming. She's She took – she – Open up the window and she's like, free clothes! And it's all of her husband's <laughs> shit. <laughs> Happy holidays! Who Here's wa- his Rolex! Who wants the Johnny Walker blue? <laughs> Here's his little black book of whores that he's been fucking every night. <laughs> Call Claire! Oh, Claire! <laughs> Here's his Depends because he's incontinent. <laughs> Here's the dead he left us in. I'm just going to burn all of these papers in the backyard. Everybody said he had a perfect smile. Well, here it is. Here's his teeth. Cunt. (laughs) You like him so much? Keep him. Put him on a hedgehog cake. (laughs) 
<laughs> They're never going to go bad. <laughs> now you can kiss him every day. You just don't have to wrap your arms on his fat, sweaty, full body riddled with alcohol and cirrhosis of the liver. If you squeeze them like a grape, all the wine came out. This was the original How Stella Got a Groove Back. This is yeah. her lighting the car on fire yeah. and sending it to Ann Landers. Oh, God, it made me happy. And I thought that it would bring you a little bit of joy on this Thanksgiving day. Was that from Waiting to Exhale? I thought it was Stella Got a Groove Back. When did, when did, what's her name? Who plays, you know, what's her name? Why can't I think of it? I just said it, didn't I? You know the Angela one. Bassett? Yes, thank you. I love an Angela Bassett meltdown. Those things are legendary. That's the stuff of being a feminist. Light that shit on fire. Was it waiting to exhale? I think so. Oh. Light the house on fire. It's flammable anyway. He left she all didn't his just vodka exhale. behind. She sat in <laughs> yeah. his grave. She burped for an entire month. I picture her writing this topless and just like, she's like arms a- over her head, just like, yeah, baby. She's on a roller coaster. Spring break, bitches. My husband's dead. Look at my nipples. Cancun 2019. <laughs> she's like riding it with her dead corpse husband's like weekend at Bernie's. It's okay. Drinks are on him. And he's just like bouncing Like a mechanical around. bull. <laughs> Wow, I think that was the best way for us to kick off this holiday. I hope somebody is appreciating that at home. Yes. Thanksgiving's good now that dad has died. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know how you're going to follow it, but I want you to try. I cannot top that. I can top, top many things, but top I can't. that. I don't really give a about trying to top that. The Vin- Vincennes Sun commercial, Vincennes, Indiana. February 1, 1994. I believe it was a Tuesday. Vincent's price. Dear Abby, I know exactly how Holiday Visitor felt, and I disagree with your answer. Holiday Visitor and her husband went to visit their daughter for Thanksgiving, and the mother was terribly upset to find the table set with paper plates and paper napkins, knowing that her daughter had plenty of fine china and lovely silverware. She said she thought it was tacky, and you said the epitome of tackiness is criticizing the hostess who fed you. Abby, my husband and I went to our married son's home for Thanksgiving dinner, and I nearly had a heart attack. When I saw that the table set was with paper plates, no cloth, and the food served in plastic bowls. They are quite well-to-do. Have a nice set of china, an electric dishwasher, and a 17-year-old daughter to help. I say, if people want to eat from paper plates, they should have had a picnic. Signed, been there. Dishware. Drama. And here's her two-step answer. Dear Been There, here's a letter from another mom with a different (laughs) view of using paper plates for holiday dinner. I love it when she schluffs off her responsibility to someone else. In response to the mother who was aghast that her daughter served Thanksgiving dinner on paper plates. Oh, that we had nothing more serious to worry about than the kind of plates we ate from. Our family of 14... Married and grandchildren were home with us for nine days at Christmas. Not only were paper plates used, we had plastic forks, spoons, and serving bowls. After everyone had finished eating, my son-in-law went around the table with a large plastic trash bag, and everyone tossed the paper plates and plastic 
silverware in the trash bag. I am sure that everyone wondered if that would be their last Christmas dinner with the entire family. I had two mastectomies in the last six months, and only God knows what's next. People should pay attention to things that are really important in life and count their blessings. Signed, Mom in Murraysville, Pennsylvania. Where then she responds again, Mm -hmm. saying, Dear Mom, thanks for the gentle reminder. We can all use it from time to time. She had to go and bring cancer into it, didn't she? You're going to get it from that turkey anyway. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing to prepare your turkey uh, using nuclear waste. I don't, I don't know. We fry know. it. We're, we're a turkey no. frying family, which is the Let me best tell you, ever. if I show up to your house for Thanksgiving, if, if I am invited to- You're not invited th- now. <laughs> Fuck I'm, that. If I'm invited to anyone's Thanksgiving and there's a fucking, if I made it through whatever kind of traffic terror to get there and I got some- Paper plates handed hefty to Hefty paper plates. And then there's a huge trash bag at the end of the table so I can just whip it all in at the end. Go like fuck Like you're off. tailgating. Right. I, I, as you're reading this, I literally was picturing you at a house being served something on a paper plate and, and the look of disgust and disdain on your face and you grabbing your pearls. I can see it all happening. There's a time and place for paper plates. And Thanksgiving is not it. I want to know how many people could possibly be at your house for Thanksgiving to warrant paper plates. Because let me tell you, as a youngest of eight, Thanksgiving and and Christmas, there's about 99 of us. And there's always a hard dishware. Always. Washed by hand at the end of the night. Agreed. You use the good Lennox china on a day like today. Otherwise, why have it? Right. When are you using it? Why have the break front filled with all of that shit? That you were given when you were married a hundred years ago. Well, now here's my uh, just a sidebar question: If you hate Thanksgiving so much, where are you going for Thanksgiving this year? Why are to you to a restaurant in D.C.? Oh, so you're not? It's not with family at all. Why are you going to D.C.? Marx's brothers. Yeah, see, you're still making the Thanksgiving effort. You are still traveling somewhere. You're still involved. It's about family. Somebody's family. Mm. So if you're mm. such a Scrooge, you're still taking part in it. I cry shenanigans. It's a vacation. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No holiday a is a vacation. No Christmas, Thanksgiving, none of that is ever somebody's actual vacation. And name me one person in the world, and if you are out there and you're listening, write to me, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, if you've ever had a holiday that has felt remotely like a vacation. Huh. I had a really rough holiday season last year. And it's still right here. Mm. Well, I definitely don't want to talk about that. No, there's no sphincter relaxing <laughs> in our house. That's for sure. Well, not not enough to. Not put until a, after that cheese turducken that you're gonna have. Oh, because not only be would it it will be relaxed, it'll just fall out. You don't fill up on cheese before your Thanksgiving dinner, and you never serve salad. These are a couple things that are involved in this one year. My Joel's he tried to switch things up, and he put a mushroom soup out, and I was like, "What is this?" What is this shit? Soup? Soup before the... You don't serve soup. Why? Before... You just don't. Why? And you just why don't, no I don't salad? know. I had a reaction about? to... Nobody eats salad before Thanksgiving dinner. Why? What are you talking about? Because I'm not a communist. How is that a communist? <laughs> there are things you do and do not do on Thanksgiving. That's the dumbest argument don't fill I've up, ever heard. Except you don't I, salad? I you will say this. So you're going to... Let me get this straight. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to... Make whatever disgusting thing that you that your basic bee has found on the internet. Yeah, Penders. but a salad. 
something that's probably light and easy mm-hmm. and an alternative to the 55 gazillion calories from that disgusting, thick jello meat, jelly, jam, mm-hmm. cracker, yeah. trifle that you just put together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. I don't I eat salad this. every damn day of my life. I ain't eating it on Thanksgiving. All the greens and roughage are going to get in the way. You don't fill up on anything before the big main event. I don't think they're asking you, don't you to have You box a- somebody before you box them. I don't understand. Like, no one's asking you to have, like, a, <laughs> a giant just salad bowl of salad. It's oh, like I've seen you have it before. A si- We've you tried. have a side salad. We have tried in the past to switch things up and add a salad in or add a soup in, mm-hmm. and it just it it goes rogue. It's not meant to be. You got to you got to. It's stick. called portion control. That's what the problem is. Well, let's just say that when I grew up going to Thanksgiving at my aunt's house, she always had Russell Stover's chocolates just sort of sitting out. So I would eat like half a box of chocolates before I even mm-hmm. had a dinner. Now, mind you, I think I'm pre-diabetic at this point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a healthy child. But and needless to say, this is the one day where all bets are off and and you don't have to live the way you I live don't the understand. rest of the year. This doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. You are such a negative This man. is just like New Year's. It's like, all right. So what are you going <laughs> to... There's the all right again. All right. I'm going to spend $5 million for a bar across the street from my fucking house. I'm going to buy an overpriced I'm working on set. New Year's. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't understand that either. Overpriced sweater set. Don't Doesn't look great. I got it at a New Year's Eve special. Will you please get me an overpriced sweater set for my birthday next week? I just, I'm asking, I don't know. It's just, we'll see what it's happens. It's all sparkly. It's Swarovski crystals or something. Nobody can say Swarovski crystals without sounding like a drunk. All right, moving along. Please. This one comes from the Corsicana Daily Sun, Corsicana, Texas. Oh, Corsicana. November 9, 1977. Thanksgiving change is needed. Wow. Dear Ann Landers, Claude and I have been married six years. We have spent every Thanksgiving with his parents. I am one of five children. We are all married. My sisters and brothers and their husbands and wives always spend this holiday with mom and dad. Each one brings something, the turkey and the dress and the salad. No! (laughs) The sweet potato marshmallow casserole, the freshly baked rolls and butter, the cranberry mold, and the dessert. All mom has to do is set the table. (laughs) Thanks. Did did you want to take a little railroad there for that? Cup a cup a cup. Cup a cup a cup. Thanksgiving at my in laws is not a family affair. It's a social event. They invite business associates, bridge players, and golf buddies. They start with cocktails at 5 p.m., and two hours later, everyone is bombed. This doesn't sound half bad. <laughs> they stagger to the buffet table. No prayers are offered, not a word of Thanksgiving. It might as well be the 4th of July. <laughs> I should tell you, Anne, my folks are in their 70s, and Claude's folks are 52. Without my coming right out and saying it, you know what I'm thinking. They gonna die. Last year, I came home with a splitting headache. I told Claude next year I was going to my folks' place and he could go to his. But married people belong together on holidays and I can't bring myself to do it. Please give me some advice, Anne. Signed, Plymouth Rocked. Dear oh, I Rocked. Get, I, well, get I, I get it. I get it. You get it? Isn't that a quirky little name she <laughs> came up fun. with? She's fun. In between listing everything that she brings for dinner. Dear Rocked. Where do you spend Christmas? Many couples who have this problem alternate or make some sort of compromise. 
This year, I feel you have the right to tell Claude you are going to your parents for Thanksgiving dinner with or without him. Then do it! (laughs) From your description of what goes on at his parents' home, I doubt you will be missed. Anne! I want to be at his parents' house because that sounds amazing. It's a bunch of people you don't know getting tanked at five o'clock and nobody says, nobody does that cheesy. Everybody go around and say one thing you're thankful for, which I hate to my core because we don't show feelings in Boston. That's always a terrible thing to be forced to be thankful in front of other people. Ooh, it's like being naked. All right, go for it. The Advocate Messenger, Danville, Kentucky. Monday, November 30th, 1981. Ooh, you're doing a voice today. Very exciting. Dear Abby, the last few years, my wife and I have had Thanksgiving dinner with our rel- with her relatives. The meal has always been scheduled for around 5 p.m. Mm. About five minutes to five, in comes some dinner guests, loudly and announcing that they will not be eating much because they've already eaten Thanksgiving dinner somewhere else. But they'll just sit and pick and maybe have dessert and coffee with us. Some guests have already been to two Thanksgiving dinners. Others have to be somewhere else at 7 p.m. I find this insulting to the host and to the hostess who have worked so hard to prepare a fine holiday meal. How do you feel about it? Please print this. I would also enjoy reading responses from both hosts and guests to the subject. Signed, GFH in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Dear GFH. I think people who are lucky enough to be invited to a Thanksgiving dinner should consider it a commitment and not try to sit on two chairs with one posterior to recall an old ethnic expression that loses something in the translation. Ethnic? That's what she says. Oh, where'd that come from? Sit on two chairs with one posterior. I don't think it was originally said posterior. You're sitting on two chairs with one ass! You sitting on two stools with oh, one Claire. asshole. Is okay. there anything you won't do? Claire, you're going to have how many turkey dinners, okay? Oh, my God. I can't imagine going to more than one Thanksgiving dinner. One Why year would you we... want to... Oh, go ahead. Why would you want to, like, do multiple travels? I'd, I'd kill myself. I, I want one and done, and dinner starts for us at 2 o'clock. Like, it's an event. It's an all-day event. 2 o'clock? Yeah. You come here, you have co- We don't That's eat right dinner. at two. No, people come, we have drinks, we chill out. We have like little noshy things. You always have to have a Brazil nut out for people to eat. Maybe a cheese plate, not a whole block of cheese. You have noshy things, you sort of prime the pump. And then around like, you know, four o'clock, you have your Thanksgiving dinner. That's a respectable time. Then everybody's out of your house by 9 p.m. And you can be free to fall asleep in a puddle of your own sick. Mm. But- one year we did a progressive Thanksgiving, which was ill-fated. Okay. There were like 16 of us moving from house to house. You know what a progressive dinner is, right? <laughs> I'm a homosexual, <laughs> say it. <laughs> you would have to have your gay card taken away if you didn't know. So one house was responsible for appetizers. And this is also where I learned that you don't do appetizers before Thanksgiving. We went to one place for appetizers, uh, we hosted the main event, and then we went to somebody else's house for dessert. And combining that much alcohol with travel, even within the same town, was was not the smartest thing we've ever done. And we ate so much. By the time we got to dessert, I was like, I didn't. You didn't want to move. 
when you stuff yourself that full of things. That's what I'm talking about. I know. Why do you want to be like that? What are, did you have any traditions though growing up? Because every For Thanksgiving, yes, like every morning of Thanksgiving, I have had to make cinnamon buns out of the little poppy thing that gives gives you a, a panic attack. You it know, Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, there, yeah. Where you unwind it and it goes bah! and you shit yourself, and then you have cinnamon buns. Got to make those in the morning. Mm-hmm. I like the tradition of these things. Even talking about it right now, I'm very excited. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. The thing I have started adding into our Thanksgiving traditions is a turkey trot. Like I have to work out the day of Thanksgiving. Does that oh, make you feel better? That feels, that's on brand. It's very on brand. What I like me. to do is I wake up, I do some yoga, I do some strength training, then I have a small meal, then I do 26 <laughs> miles of running, yes. then I come back, I have a protein shake, then I'll go to Orange Theory, and then after Orange Theory, I'll meditate for 10 minutes, and I'll go for another 26 mile run, then I'll come home, I'll shower. I'll read some books, then I'll do some more yoga, I'll do some more strength training, I'll run backwards 26 miles, Yeah, and then I'll have dinner. You forgot about the rowing. Uh, and and I then after have... dessert, I row. To the Hudson, mm. through the Hudson, mm-hmm. on the Hudson. With Kate Hudson. <laughs> God, it's so good to know that you know me, inside and out. What? Well, you should be getting a tan right there. That's gorgeous. I, I can't. Well, this has been very illuminating. You oh. know what? Speaking of this day being all about family, I would like to involve some family right now. It's time for the Thanksgiving moth report. Time to call my mother and find out what weather we can expect for Turkey Day. See if also she's eaten her own weight in ice cream. So let's give her a call and see how she feels about salad served before Thanksgiving dinner. And any traditions the McGuire family may have. Every year she brings me a, pie, a pumpkin pie from Lindell's Bakery, which is the best thing. And if I've, I ever get sent to the chair, Lindell's pumpkin pie will be the last thing oh. that crosses my lips before I vomit. Oh, so I let's like see. That. We got we got a little... There we go. Oh, thank God. Oh, God, I hope she doesn't pick up again just like last week. That's precarious. Oh, God. There we go. Hello? Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! The traffic is insane. I'm out in the car. We were laughing. We were just laughing because this older couple walked by holding hands, and I kept thinking, we've never done that. (laughs) Would you feel funny if you saw us holding hands? Yes! I hope you drove right through them to break it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just roll right over them. See, I told you, in Boston, we don't show, we don't express love or joy ever. (laughs) Nobody touch each other and definitely don't go around a table and say what you're thankful for. Am I right? Oh, never, never. Uh, But we won't get into that. Uh, (laughs) We we just came back from uh, the hardware store. So I'm in the car. Uh, Your father had to get his chainsaw, so I'm not 100% sure what he needs it for, but I think I'm a little alarmed. Something else. What did you think she was going to say that? I can't see. He scared Patty. He actually just shivered a little, and I've never seen Ooh, him I'll bet. show that much expression before. I know. So um, <laughs> this this episode comes out on Thanksgiving Day. Yay, uh, at turkey! Which point, yes, turkey. Are you very excited to be spending Thanksgiving with us this year? 
I am totally, totally looking forward to it. Jim does an awesome turkey. He deep fries it, and it's always nice and crispy. It is. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's going to be all kinds of other goodies, too. So I'm looking forward to it. Are you bringing my Lindell's yeah. pumpkin pie? That's I'm the only way that you're allowed pie. in. Yes, I am. I am. Some cookies and some stuff along with that. Uh, but uh, it's your father's favorite holiday because it is dedicated to eating, which is... Oh, he, he doesn't have to buy any presents. It's not like there's nothing required of you except to sit down and eat. So this is his favorite time of year. Oh, well, my um, God. You should know that Patrick hates Thanksgiving. Do you want to say anything, Patrick? This is his. Tell us why you hate Patrick. Thanksgiving. What do you mean other types of stuff? <laughs> like things that are in your pocket? You're just going to pull it out? No, no, no. Not that. Not that. <laughs> why don't you like Thanksgiving? For all the reasons that you just listed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a holiday dedicated to carbs, and he's been terrified of those for 25 years. Correct. Now. Oh, terrified. I wish I, I wish I was a little terrified of carbs, but you know that I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I could, I could, I wish a little of that would rub off onto me, but I'm not afraid of carbs. They're like my best friend, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I, I can't handle it. I, I can't cut back on on Thanksgiving, but. Uh, no, and we Any wouldn't expect you to do that. Here's my question. Should yes. salad ever be served as part of a Thanksgiving dinner? No. No, no, no. Exactly. Does not go with turkey dinner. A turkey is a traditional turkey dinner like the pilgrims had. They never had salad. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. If people have salad, I, I, salad may be okay with uh, a prime rib <laughs> or something in the beef family. But a turkey traditional dinner should not come with a salad. Now, I don't want to get any hate mail. I'm apologizing to everybody that has salads at Thanksgiving. But I feel it is not necessary. You've uh, got all kinds of vegetables and things like that. And you don't really need that green. <laughs> you heard it here first. The pilgrims yes. did not have salad. And I well, think we have the title have, of this do episode. Think, do you think they didn't have salad because the Indians were supposed to make it? And by the time... That sal- the salad course happened. The, pil- um, the pilgrims had murdered all of the Native American Indians, and therefore they never got to the salad portion. Oh my goodness! I never thought of it that way, Patty. But uh, I don't know. Wow! And usually salad was served at the end of the meal, so well, it's possible what? they didn't now, make it ever through. Ever since then, they're like, we have to write this wrong, so let's put salad at the front and then the murder at the end. <laughs> Ah, ah. And there's the history of salad. Oh, that excites me. Oh, wow. Salad was supposed to be the dessert. It was, yeah. but, you know, when with nobody like, we, around. we got to write this wrong now. <laughs> and actually, I think the, the, the uh, pilgrims ate fish more than they ate turkey. I don't know. But all the pictures have them with the turkey, but... Uh, I went to the Mayflower ship once in Plymouth, and they were they were cooking a traditional dinner, and it was a fish stuffed with corn. And I thought, oh my god, I don't oh. think I could. I don't think I would have made it in this time period. I don't think you would have. I think well, I somebody would have died of like, syphilis in our family, oh. or or, or uh, sclerosis. Cer- I don't know something to do with drinking yourself. Well, syphilis it. is a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> exactly. So. You might want to have a separate exactly. conversation when we get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> she gets around is what I'm saying. Um, so now, well, can you to help me out here and give us a little bit of uh, weather of what we can expect on Thanksgiving Day? Uh-huh. Mid-40s. 
Oh. And sunshine, which is good because we're driving down that morning. Oh, that's um, true. Yes. And uh, luckily, no snow. No snow in the forecast. Maybe good. up north at our New Hampshire house, but not down here. And uh, uh, that, yeah, it sounds like a nice, a nice, typical Thanksgiving funny day with no sunny problems or funny on the day. Travel. Funny. Funny. Fun, it's a funny sunny day. So <laughs> oh. it should be. It should be nice both places here and in the New York area. And I'm looking forward to coming down. Well, I'm very excited that you will be joining us and bringing a variety of pies that the pilgrims would have enjoyed. Not not salad. No <laughs> salad. Stuff. No and salad. No salad. Stuff. And whatever. Not unless they had Ken's Steakhouse dressing, you know? <laughs> oh, that is a very good dressing. It is true. Yes. Well, go and get yourself some free samples at Wilson Farms. We thank you for oh. taking time out of your very busy Thanksgiving planning, which just basically ah. means going and buying things that other people have made, yeah, except she know, is bringing her cranberry I, it turns sauce. Out, turns out I'm not that great a cook, so I have to buy a lot of things. So <laughs> She's just discovering this now. Oh. Yes. The after bland making cafe. you eat it all your life. Yeah. Um, yeah well, okay. I want to well, thank you. great, and, um, and I hope you all... <laughs> I don't know how to work. I was just going to say, I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving, but I'll be there. So I can tell you then. Oh, good. Well, you can wish the (laughs) listeners a happy Thanksgiving because they want to hear it from you. Oh. um, (laughs) (laughs) Did you short circuit your brain? Happy Thanksgiving to all my listeners. And Patrick and Jim, I love you guys. I don't. Not me, though. I can smell smoke right now. She's just burning God. every every synapse. Uh, well, yes, thank yes. you very much for, for wishing okay. them a lovely Thanksgiving. We love you. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, everybody have a wonderful and safe day. I am thankful for you and the pilgrims and their salad. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take bye. care. All okay. right, bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Tossing that pilgrim salad. <laughs> this was a history lesson like nothing I have ever. That was fantastic. Wow. I want to thank my mother for that extra special Thanksgiving holiday edition moth report where, where we learned something, <clears throat> didn't we? Uh, I, I'll say yes. Sure. Yeah. The answer is, uh-huh. Okay. Sure. So, uh, while while we've just been uh, inspired by my mother and her very special moth report, I feel like it's time to now give some love back to those listeners that she just sent a shout out to, a shout out or a shout out, either one. And it's time. It's time for this week's extra special Thanksgiving. <gasps> listener mail, listener mail. Pilgrims ain't salad for listener mail. I'll toss your salad on Thanksgiving Day As long as you don't have all that shit in your mouth But shove it up your tailpipe like a turducken, baby Yes! All right, it is time once again for some listener mail If you have any questions for us, please, please send us your advice questions Because we love hearing from you Dearpodofficial at gmail.com I am begging you, my birthday gift that you can give me If you are out there listening Is to send me a piece of email asking me how I can help you. That is my birthday gift. Amen. So this week we have two very special questions, not holiday related, but, you know, special nonetheless. So why don't you kick us off? Oh. 
Yeah, you okay. didn't expect me to say that to you, did <laughs> Just like my mother didn't expect to say, oh, there's oh. other people. Dear Pod, I am in my early 20s and getting married next fall. About 10 years ago, my father had an affair with a woman in his workplace. As a result, he divorced my mother and married his girlfriend. The whole family was stunned because he's always been a tremendous father, husband, and family man, and he just turned his back on all of us. We have not been in contact with him, nor he with us. It's as if he died. We are still infuriated with him, and I do not want him at my wedding after the hurt he has caused our family. My sister says I at least owe him an invitation. I believe it would hurt my mother, too, if he were there. I refuse to invite him. Am I being unreasonable? Signed, I want a happy wedding. Go in. Go in. Like a chicken and a duck. Dear Happy, The pain in this letter is absolutely palpable, and I'm sorry that you have to even entertain the thought of putting stamp to invitation to send to someone who doesn't deserve your love or attention, let alone the forever stamp or commemorative Marilyn Monroe stamp or whatever it is. Come to think of it, he doesn't deserve the trees that died to make the paper for the invitation. Wait, he doesn't even deserve the spilled ink that dots the I's and crosses the T's in addressing the envelope to inconsiderate idiot. Do I think Daddy Don't deserves an invitation? Do I think Beyonce is the most talented singer of Destiny's Child? Do I think scented vanilla candles are acceptable? Do I think that This Is Us is good TV? Do I think Claire Danes really knows how to throw a killer party with hilarious conversation? (laughs) Absolutely not. You owe that man nothing. You owe him the same respect I show the homeless man who defecates in my trash cans on Wednesday mornings. Just keep walking, sister. If you feel that you need to do something other than fill his gas tank with sugar, then send him a quick note after the wedding to let him know what an incredible day he missed out on and why. That way, you won't have to worry about Daddy Dearest showing up and trying to make your big day all about him. Listen, my powdery, sugary, dumpling baby girl angel in her 20s, let this day be a celebration of the family that has been front and center in your life. Let that love pour all over you like hundred-dollar bills falling from the trees in Oprah Winfrey's money tree garden. I wish you peace and lasting love to you and yours. And may your dad get a terrible case of hemorrhoids that needs to be surgically removed and he can't sit down for weeks. Wedding bells will ring out for you, my dear. Coming this fall to TBS, a very Claire Danes Thanksgiving. It's just the sounds of people cutting meat on plates, the sounds of silverware, nobody's talking. A very, oh, Claire. Oh, Claire. More napkins? Shh. Oh. (laughs) Does anybody want more pie? Anyone for some warm milk? Would anybody like it warmed? Is it okay if I turn the music down? What music? What music? Do you have a dairy alternative? (laughs) Just sounds of people chewing at her... Parties. And then when they all leave, that was great. Thanks, Claire. Always good. And then they get in the car, and then you just hear like two gunshots. (laughs) (laughs) Come back for Christmas. How come they're not moving yet? We're just 
She's still waving from the window like 45 minutes later. It's weird. They <laughs> where, haven't reversed Where are you going of... for New Year's? <laughs> Claire Dane's house. Oh, where are you going? Not there. I'm not going Any, there. Straight to hell. <laughs> A very Claire Dane's Thanksgiving. Wow. All right. Well, here is Anne's answer. Dear Happy, no, you're not being unreasonable. Your father dipped his pen in the company ink 10 years ago, and the consequences will continue to reverberate through his life ad infinitum. Mm. You haven't seen him. He hasn't seen you. It's like Stevie Wonder screwing Ray Charles. You don't even know if he's groping around in the dark looking for you, so why on one of the happiest days of your life where you're about to embark on a new chapter would you want him there? When it comes to guest lists and people we're required to invite and feelings we don't want to hurt and blah, blah, blah cakes, I say go scratch. Go to one topless wedding and you realize there is no such thing as etiquette anymore. Create the day you want. Surround yourself with the people you love who matter to you. Believe me, you'll be having such a good time you won't notice the people who aren't there. And if he suddenly decides to resurface like a U-boat and kick up sand, go tell him to pound it. Then take your new pots and pans from William Sonoma, walk up and down his street, banging them on your No Apologies tour. Your day, your way. Now go shotgun a natty light and do your father-daughter dance with your mom. Man! I think that this woman owes that that father absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. I think if she still feels something, I do think that she should... I don't think that you should have to invite anybody to your wedding or your event or any day that you don't want to invite. And yet it happens all the time with weddings, all the time. Well, if you invite this one person, then you need to invite blah, 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 because if they catch wind that they have been invited and, you know, you know, they haven't or whatever. Ugh. You're paying for it. Why would you pay a hundred bucks a head for him to bring, you know, Miss Fancy Pants? To ruin the wedding. Exactly. And to make things awkward. She's not going to be walked down the aisle by him. Well, I certainly hope not. That would be a hell of a walk. It would be a sprint. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah, the whole time. fucking asshole. She's pulling him back as she's walking down the aisle. Yeah. And another thing, you fucking miserable dickhead. Where the fuck have you been for 10 years? And now you're going to come here for the 10 second walk down the aisle. You smell like that whore that you brought to my wedding. Asshat. Coming this Christmas to Hallmark, a very Claire Dane's wedding. A very Kathy Bates wedding. <laughs> you you could just theme all of these things. It's for the best. It's just the idea Whack. of always Claire Danes, though, has to be the star. <laughs> always. Like the most raucous party, like a very Claire Danes swinger party. <laughs> all right. Question number two. Dear Pod, my husband does a few things that drive me crazy. Near the top, I swear to God... I, I will end, I, I will kill your body. Sorry, go ahead. I'll stuff it full of something and then stuff that thing with another thing. Sure. Dear Pot, my husband does a few things that drive... If anybody has ASMR kinks right now, they just got off listening to that. Now I'm getting turned on. Wow, this is taking a a hard left. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, go. Dear Pod, my husband does a few things that drive me crazy. 
Oh, near the top of that list is his habit of not screwing lids back on containers. I am going to shove that metal straw so far up your ass, it's going to create a poop shoot. <laughs> I'm going to slide a camera up there. Oh, God. Where was I? I? I don't even know any. I'm so scrambled. All right. Nothing brightens my day like discovering that my hair product is dried out because the lid wasn't sealed. Losing the toothpaste lid down the drain of the bathroom sink or unexpectedly dumping an entire container of vitamins on the kitchen floor. I've asked him repeatedly to stop doing this, but zero efforts have been made. How can I get it through his thick skull? Sincerely, about to blow my lid. Dear lid, ah, ain't marriage grand. Ain't it just a teeth-grinding, hair-pulling, pill-popping, bitch-slapping, eye-rolling so far back in your skull you can see your own ass good time? Of all the classes they teach in school, cohabitation with another human being isn't one of them. We are all left out here to fend for ourselves and learn about our partner's peccadillas the hard way. If I had a nickel for every time my jewels left a new toilet paper roll resting on top of the empty one, I'd own Amazon. How hard was it? You're already sitting there. What kind of emergency happened at that moment? Was there a fire and you had to get out before you could put the roll back on the springy thing? The point is, if you're married, you're already in hell. So don't sweat the small stuff. Learn to pick your battles and fight dirty. Here's what a psychologist would tell you. Talk to your partner. Alert them to their habit and gently remind them of it. Maybe even leave a lighthearted message on a post-it note. Place it eye-level on the refrigerator door. Remember, always lead with love. Now here's what I tell you. Unscrew every lid and scatter them on the floor. I even suggest buying more jars so you have more lids for maximum effect. In college, we had a roommate who would never wash their dishes. We all got so fed up, we put all the dishes in her bed and made it. When I was a kid, I was terrible at putting my shoes away. So one day, my father took every pair I owned and lined them up outside in a path that went all the way down to the sidewalk. It looked like little ghosts marching up to the house. Seriously, though, it did look a little bit creepy, like a nouveau art installation representing Dachau. Extreme? Maybe. Yes, I know. But the message was received, loud and clear. Sometimes actions speak louder than words. If it continues after your demonstration, transfer all of your liquids to foil pouches or contact a good divorce lawyer. And Hmm. Interesting. My father did take all of my shoes and put them out on the lawn, and it looked like they were going right, left, right, left. It was very organized. It was very uh, impressive. My mom used to line up our shoes to go up the stairs. So if you had too many shoes at the front door, you would walk upstairs and pick up your shoes. As you went. She also did that. Do you ever do St. Nick, by the way? No. I think it's like the first Friday or something in, of December when you put your shoe, well, like one of your shoes out, and you fill it with candy. Uh, no. It's like a holiday tradition. What kind of weird Norwegian stuff is this? Well, that's what Santa Claus is, right? Wait, you put... You put a shoe out and you fill it, and it gets filled with candy. It gets filled with candy. Yeah. It's okay. Like- so the next day you wake up and you have a shoe, a shoe, a disgusting stink ass shoe filled with like Hershey's Kisses. Well, and she's not putting a, a piece of uh, cake in there. <laughs> she's putting something that's sealed in a wrapper. So she opened up the Russell Stover's chocolates and just shoved it right in there. Yeah. I would be so clueless that I'd be the person who completely forgot about that and then put my shoes on. Well, you're stupid. Squish. 
Go for it. <clears throat> All right. My husband drives me crazy. Dare blow. <clears throat> Maybe it's the way that you ask him. What is your tone? Are you yelling at him? Are you reprimanding him? Maybe he doesn't like the way you're speaking to him or addressing him. Maybe he's in a hurry. Ever think of that? You make it seem like this is the most disastrous thing that has ever occurred in the history of relationships. Maybe he cut his hand or has a cramp or came down with arthritis and is too ashamed to tell you of his current ailment. Or maybe, just maybe, he is simply too tired after putting long days and nights in at work, trying to put food on that table, stomaching all the complaints and gripes he receives all day long, answering call after call, letter after letter, all the while while keeping you in the most current fashion trends from McCall's so you can impress the Joneses and Smiths down the block, taking you out on the town to show you a good time despite his utter exhaustion. You know what? Your man sounds like he needs something. Bad. He needs a vacation. From the sound of it, he is tired and maybe he could use a vacation from your crap, kid. Oh, that, that was it? Yes. It yeah. seems um, yeah. balanced. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also sounded like you had a stroke at the end of that sentence. It sounded like oh. there was more to it. Oh. You were like, and he'll ah. ring. Good, good stroke. All I know is that when I grab anything from any cupboard... I don't grab it by the lid. Wow. So what you're saying is... Kind of like when you don't grab your coffee from any kind of establishment by the lid. Why? For this very reason. For the reason that sometimes the heat from the coffee, the lid isn't on correctly. Mm -hmm. Things of that nature. This is very sensitive. You never grab anything from the lid. I'm a lid grabber. Well, that's dumb. It sounds to me like this is something that's happening in your no, house currently. No, I think it might. I don't know what this is all about, oh. but I'm just saying. Are you not people, a lid screwer honor? I don't know if I am or if I'm not. <laughs> See, you're not aware of it. I'm not aware. I mean, all I know is, I mean, all I know is that I, you know, I work hard, I play hard. <laughs> and that's all I you have hard. time to yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of partying hard, <gasps> you know what? Especially on Thanksgiving Day. Ugh. It's time. This is the only way you're going to get through the holiday season because it kicks off now, kids, with a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Gobble, 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 gobble it down my gullet. I'm going to murder the natives to celebrate a dinner for fat fucking people who don't have portion control. That's right, that's right, I'm gonna eat everything inside and murder my neighbor. That's cool. So this week we are bringing to Claire Dane's uh, very special Thanksgiving episode, (laughs) the pumpkin old-fashioned. Now, I took this for a taste test last night. I took it for a little ride, and let me tell you what. This is highly enjoyable, and you are going to want one of these. will make you pass out while your father watches the football game with his hand down his pants. Your hand or his hand? Well, whatever happens, happens. In a very Claire Danes Thanksgiving, you never know who you're going home with. (laughs) That's a different Charlie Brown episode altogether. (laughs) Charlie and the Brown. So this was created by... That's disgusting. He's a child. Come on. It's Thanksgiving and I'm meant to be a horrible human being from now until January 2nd. Great. Yes. So this was created by Broadway's mixologist to the stars, Ben Jeffrey, of the famed Hakuna Hut and old Broadway. 
the pumpkin old-fashioned. You will need two ounces of bourbon, a quarter ounce of pumpkin demerara simple syrup, two to three dashes of Angostura bitters. Now you're probably going, well, how? How, and do I make pumpkin demerara simple syrup? It's quite easy. You combine one cup of water, a 12-ounce can of pumpkin puree, one cup demerara sugar, and one teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice in a saucepan. You stir that until all the ingredients have come to a light boil for five minutes, strain the mixture through a flour sifter or cheesecloth. Who's got cheesecloth? What is this, Amish country? And discard remaining pumpkin. Chill thoroughly before use. Now you can make this in advance and you just keep it in your fridge for the entire holiday season whenever you want to add any sort of bourbon to your coffee. The entire holiday season. The whole season, yes. Because it's refrigeratable. You throw it in your fridge and you just keep whipping it out and throwing it on something and making it taste all pumpkin. So, you want to stir these items with ice and serve in a rocks glass together. Now, here's some tasting notes. Fall is the best time of the year, and Thanksgiving is hands down the finest of the holidays. Well, for most of us in this room. (laughs) Don't believe me? What other holiday centers around nothing but good food, good company, and good libations? Leave behind your fret over the right gift or your stress over finding the right costume and settle in to enjoy the best things in life. And whether you're looking for a delicious ice-breaking aperitif or an after-dinner indulgence to go with your bread pudding, the pumpkin old-fashioned is ready and waiting to compete with the finest of holidays. A unique and festive twist on one of the most beloved classic cocktails of all time, this one ticks all the boxes. Rich with baking spices, lovely sweetness, and balanced well enough to drink all day long. Happy holidays from the Hakuna Hut, ladies and gentlemen. So give me a cheers to the, the holiday that you hate the most and that I lean into. Happy Thanksgiving, one Look and all. Look at this ball of ice. Ah. Oh, God, yeah. Take a sip of that and tell me you don't love this holiday now. That is strong. That is strong. It is true. I. <laughs> you know what? This 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 cocktail will make you honest. You have one sip of this and you're going to tell me. I've never liked you. I, I hate that shirt. Would anyone like something from the bar? I have almond milk, oat milk, skim milk, breast milk, tap water, boiled water, seltzer, and, of course... I don't drink red things.